0: All right, thank you for joining the ESBC uh, Sports Spending Podcast, where the purpose of the podcast is always uh, to make ourselves money, right? Uh, The second purpose of the podcast is to make you money using business and financial concepts in order to uh, successfully wagers on Uh, these games, right, Uh, to be able to make the margin, make compound interest between 52.5 and 70 to 80% picking these games, and it's just not the money, right, it's also the fun you have watching these games, right, Uh, you have to have fun, life is short, I just uh, went through an evacuation situation with a fire. And right, and then uh, we all live a very uncertain, unstable life, no matter who you are, no matter how much money you have. So, in this fragile, uncertain life that we live, circumstances that we're in, you have to optimize your time, right? And for us, optimizing our time is monetizing these uh, football games and at the same time, enjoy watching them. Now I have an MBA, I have a master's of business science and I love all things business, right? I grew up in a business environment. My family was in business for years. I always wanted to know the whys and I had an extremely successful restaurant in Redneck town in Pinellas Park, Florida. Invested $7,000 in that restaurant. Ended up selling it for uh, $800,000 six years later. Had a lot of fun along the way. And I own three successful businesses now. But money can only take you so far. Right? And I like the mechanics of business. So I used the mechanics of business to wager, to bet on games, right? And Rene Descartes and Socrates said that a life unexamined is not worth living, right? So what does that mean? What does that have to do with football, right? What what it has to do with football is betting on games and wagering. Uh, We use decision science, we use fundamental analysis, we use technical analysis. We use all these tools in order to make money watching these games. And one of the most important tools that we use from the world of business The world of management, that I do some of that as well. Management consulting. I never say management consulting because 80% of people who are management consultants have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. So I call myself a business concierge, right? A category of one. So one of the main concepts, and this concepts have many levels, right? Uh, The Greeks say, that the more pain and suffering that you go through, the smarter you are, right? And thinking about it, I must be a genius, man, because I've suffered a lot in my life. <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, so the Hawthorne effect is part of that. So what the Hawthorne effect says is that whatever you measure, 10 to 20% is what you benefit from it. That the outcomes are increased are optimized 10 to 20%. So, you make more money analyzing the picks you got wrong than the picks you got right. So to that end what we're going to do is we are going to look at the games we got wrong last week in order to prove our performance this week. Again, um, I usually will do these on Tuesday, but the last few weeks have been really messed up in a good way. Uh, this last week was messed up in a... Uh, ended up being good for us, but bad for other people, so overall bad. As we had fires, evacuations, a couple people homes destroyed, a couple firefighters... Critically injured, but it's not just that. It's just it's a traumatic experience, the way my wife, the psychotherapist, would say. And also the Hawthorne effect, from a psychological point of view, from my wife, who's a psychotherapist, point of view. What the Hawthorne effect does, and it helps with decision science. It looks at your uh, bad thinking, right? looks at your bad thinking and changes it. It You examine, because us as men, it, we're, the, we're the caretakers of the family. Uh, dad knows best. All of that stuff. That's us, right? And we're supposed to be uh, the hunter-gatherers Um, We're supposed to be the ones that have all the answers. So, when we do not have all the answers, right, we're embarrassed, we're humiliated, uh, we have a lot of self doubt, self hate, right, a lot of depression. So, we don't want to look at the mistakes we made we don't want to examine them right but you have to that's the only way you learn and grow and it's that old story of einstein and einstein had a bunch of papers underneath his uh um you know underneath his armpit to his uh elbow and one of the assistant professors said uh, einstein uh you're gonna give people those papers you have right there, you're gonna give people the same test you gave last year. How can you do that? And Einstein said, well, it's because the answers have changed, right? So once you think you know everything, the answers change. Uh, And when you kind of learn and grow in life, you understand that when the more you know, right? Uh, You find out that the less you know. So you have to review things, you have to learn and you have to adapt. You can't betting, you can't bet last year's team. You gotta bet this year's team. You can't bet last year's Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are 0-7 against this brand. You can't do that. You gotta analyze what's going on this year. Uh, Last year, I was 26-0 betting against analytics teams. right? Big discussion with analytics right now. uh, The Rays... Manager blew the World Series. uh, You know, he kind of blamed it on what we understand, like Matt Patricia, the wrong use of analytics. Analytics is a tool to help you make a decision. It does not make the decision for you. So when Matt Patricia and even Kevin Cash comes out and says, hey, analytics made the decision for me, you know that it is the inappropriate, wrong uh, wrong use of analytics, right? And a lot of people get math wrong. right? People think that math is calculations and math is not calculations. What math is is pattern recognition and real intelligence is situational, Meaning that you do what's best at the specific time for you and those around you, right? That's the bottom line. That's where real intelligence lies. So when Matt Patricia and Kevin Cash says, the analytics made that decision, they're violating that and what do we do? We monetize their bad decision making by betting against them. But you never bet blindly, right? You always. Rule number two of betting, and we got to always put them in the up episode notes. Going to make sure they're in the episode notes. The top 10 rules of betting, right? Number one, never bet your own team. Number two, always do your research. So you're not going to bet blindly against guys who have a fault. Uh, fundamental error in their decision making however you're going to research it and it definitely is going to be a factor in your decision making to be able to monetize that those games now the three teams that use analytics are the cleveland clowns the detroit lions and the carolina panthers right and uh, they lost tonight, and it seemed like they were using analytics going at fourth and two. Uh, it was a bad call; they got crushed. And Atlanta knew what was coming because uh, analytics only works if your opponent doesn't know exactly what your analytics are. And uh, there's only so many ways you can go with analytics in football, and analytics uh, does not work in football because there's too many variables. The way you ensure a result is by eliminating variables and co-variables. That's what you do when you're researching a football game to wager on, right? So in football, there's just too many variables for analytics to work. Now going the other way, uh, analytics teams have been losing now. Uh, maybe when uh, it seems like it's other teams getting tendencies. So part of my Hawthorne effect, reviewing what I did wrong so I get it right, is starting to go the other way with analytics teams as teams figure out what their analytics are and are able to game plan against those analytics, thus tonight, right? I finished one to one tonight. Uh, I got the under, but Atlanta came in with who I believe is the smartest coach in The NFL, Raheem Morris, now the head coach of Atlanta. What bothers me is that all black uh, head coaches are defensive-minded head coaches. For diversity, we need an offensive-minded black head coach. Romeo Coronel, defensive-minded. Raheem Morris, defensive-minded. Tony Dungy, defensive-minded. Lovey Smith, defensive-minded. Tomlin in Pittsburgh, defensive-minded, right? So we need a guy like Bellamy, who is the offensive coordinator of Kansas City, Super Bowl-winning coach, the first coach to win a Super Bowl using the air raid, right? We need him as a head coach. But we make a lot of money with Black head coaches picking the under, right? So we don't talk about politics here. It's just uh, information to make money while we're watching these games, having fun and optimizing our time, all right? So let's look at uh, a few games that I got wrong last week that I should have gotten right. The first one that comes to mind is New England, right? You gotta live in the moment, right? There's a big push in society for mindfulness, uh, being able to. Analyze the situation and be present, be in the moment, be calm. Why? Because when you get your head out of amygdala brain, amygdala is the part of the panic portion of the brain. So perfect example is going through the fire, going through the evacuation, seeing the flames, seeing the evacuation, seeing people panicking, right? That is the amygdala brain and when you're in the, the amygdala brain you cannot or it's very very difficult to make rational decisions in christianity they called it uh living in the flesh right it's the flesh against the spirit so you want to be in the spirit you want to be calm you want to be collected right and it's the same thing uh, when you're picking games, when you're picking football games. That's why uh, betting your own team is not a good idea because you're in the amygdala brain. Uh, your own team is like your kid, right? Uh, and you get emotional about your kid. But when you're making business decisions, when uh, you want to optimize your time, making money, watching football games, emotion has to be out of it right and the same thing when you're evacuating for a fire uh you have to be in the moment And and part of it was uh the traumatic event of leaving your home wanting to be in your home but then you're in a nice hotel you have to take a deep breath and say wow i'm in a nice hotel now man isn't it a blessing that i have enough money that i can be in a nice hotel right now that i'm prepared me. I have a great wife who packed snacks. <laughs> we were happy, right? Uh, so with New England, I was betting last year's New England team, right? I was betting the year before New England team. Not this year's. Depleted roster. Six guys opted out. So these are games that I got wrong that I should have gotten right. I finished the week 15 and 11. I made money, right? But you can't rest on your laurel. Satchel Page, right? Uh, Don't look back because there's people coming up on you. In embedding, there's regression, right? Where you have one week where you completely collapse. And we've had seven weeks in a row of profit, right? Seven weeks in a row of profit, consistency in the midst of the crazy stuff that happens in the world. And it happens in business, and it happens in life, and you know whatever. But we're consistently winning. Why? Because we're analyzing the games we got wrong and we are making a differentiation between faulty thinking, right? Uh mistakes and games you lost, there were pure luck, or there was some information there's no way you could have known, right? That would have made a difference in you, your thought process. So you gotta make that that distinction, that differentiation. And uh, another business and financial and academic tool we use in betting is uh, probability theory, right? And in probability theory, uh, you can only be certain of an event up to 80%. right? So really, wagering on games, your your top should be about 80%. If you're more than that, then uh, you need to seek a uh, mental health professional. Because even though you're making money, you're not paying attention to your wife, you're not paying attention to your business, you know, your kids want to talk to you and you're pouring over games and statistics, right? That's not healthy. That's not being mindful. So your top in sports betting is it's 80%, but you're making money, you're making compound interest, right? So out of the 50 grand I bet this year, I'm up $75,000, right? More than what someone makes in Haiti or someone, you know? So we're lucky, fortunate, blessed we're able to do that, but we have a spirit of abundance we're teaching you how to do that the second half of the season. That's when we can't, right? So we do not hit bottom because we are revealing religiously our bad thinking habits. And I guess I told somebody uh, today, you know, the Tony Soprano, uh, and we'll have a link to that clip in the episode notes. I mean, remember when, Right is the worst form of conversation. Got to live in the moment. What have you done for me lately? Right? So I'm betting last year's New England Patriots against Denver. And uh, they, Denver wiped them out, right? And they're integrating uh, Newton. And Bill Belichick doesn't put in all the offensive systems and all the uh, defensive systems into the last quarter of the season. I know that. Right, But I didn't act upon it. But I did act upon the under because I knew two defensive coaches are going to go under. So now I've been making a lot of money on these games. When two offensive coaches come together, the games are going over. And when two defensive coaches are coming together, the games are going under. Same thing happened tonight with uh, Atlanta and Carolina. Easy money. But you got to go back to the painful stuff, right? Uh, you got to go back to, uh, if you don't torture yourself, somebody else will. Right? So you have to look at uh, your bad decision-making, your embarrassment, your humiliation, right? Learn from it and come back. So I know uh, this is not 2019 New England. This is 2020 New England. And they're not going to be good until later. Uh, the other game that I got wrong... That I should have gotten uh, correct and monetized it. Made more money last weekend. Was the, the Jets. I got the Jets under uh, the 49, but uh, they haven't covered all year. You know, I think they're going to cover this week. Uh, Mr. Game, I got wrong. That I shouldn't have gone right. Maybe I got a little bit too emotional because we did have his best friend on the podcast, Max Brown. Great inspirational podcast on mental strength. And I'm gonna have one tomorrow. Uh, a guy who has experience with gangs and great mental mental strength, all right. Uh so the Jets, right? Emotion. I gotta check my thinking. Am I too emotional about that? The fact that I had Max Brown on the podcast, this guy's best friend. And I think uh, the Jets are going to do better than what they do. So I got to check my thinking on that one. Uh, the Jaguars and the Chargers, again, uh, I was thinking of last year's Jacksonville Jaguars. that had uh, more guys on defense. This year, their defense is so depleted, they cannot do anything, right? So the Chargers uh, got a bunch of points on them. You know, they're traveling up across the country. Got to give the the Jacksonville Jaguars a break. But again, bad decision uh, analysis on my part. I'm betting last year's team instead of this year's Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's something I have to correct. The next one, game I got wrong that I should have done, right? was uh, Pittsburgh was gonna go in there and beat the Titans. Uh, Pittsburgh has been practicing a lot more uh, and they're practicing hitting a lot more. So uh, to that end, I should have picked Pittsburgh to win again. And uh, the aforementioned Tomlin, but we did get the under, right? So we ended up monetizing that game. And then you have uh, Seattle. And Seattle again, Seattle was right before the buy. And, uh, again, I, I was betting old school Pete Carroll going with the under with that on a game that was definitely going uh, over. There was no way that game was going under, and I should have known that. I was betting, again, the Legion of Doom. I was betting that Pete Carroll would be like Tomlin and the other guys that have their guys hitting and that are getting their guys uh, to the next level. So, Uh, Again, a game that I got wrong that I shouldn't have gotten right. So you got Seattle. uh, No way that game was going under. All right. Uh, You have Carolina. You have the Atlanta Falcons tonight. That game, uh, Atlanta was going to win on a revenge game where analytics hits the brick wall. So I think the brick wall has hit the team's that are driven by analytics and are not applying them really properly. And the fact that analytics does not work in football because there's way too many variables. All right. So that is your week seven. Hawthorne Effect wrap up because you make more money analyzing the games you got wrong versus the games you got. And we always close with Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor. But you give, but you make a life. You make a life from what you give. Guys, through World War II, that's why we give away every single pick. That's why we give away all this business and financial advice. So you become financially literate. And we end the wealth gap in this country and you learn the proper decision-making process for business, for picking stocks, for your 401k and whatever business endeavor you may have. And again, this is a collaborative process. So I've gotten a lot of information from the people who are listening to the podcast. Thank you for all the great reviews we've gotten on the podcast. They've all been five-star reviews. Thank you for subscribing and telling your friends and neighbors, right? As we're always having fun, watching sports and making money doing so, optimizing our time. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network.